hello 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 everyone welcome back to the sage ology podcast where astrology meets spirituality it is your girl sage and today we will be discussing the astrology for the week of october 9th through the 15th and i hope you are feeling blessed and doing well so let's just dive straight into it let's get into it it's eclipse season i know y'all feeling that like i know y'all are feeling these eclipses i think that is is really interesting because we're in an interesting time right so we're coming into uh, a new eclipse cycle this week we will be having the second ever eclipse on the aries libra axis so cardinal signs particularly aries libra is y'all time now so we are opening up these this new cycle on that axis so people are starting to kind of get more so into those emotions right um but also we are closing the cycles out on the taurus scorpio axis so fixed signs you are feeling it too Saturn is like creeping up to that zero degrees of Pisces, which is which is really, really close to Aquarius. So fixed signs, you know, came a long way, but y'all definitely not out the clear. And we're dealing with that last um, Scorpio Taurus eclipse on the what is it? The 28th, the 28th of this month. So two weeks from now. So, you know, we locking in, we gearing in. So we are closing out cycles and we are opening new ones. So it's very, very important to sort through whatever you have to sort through during this time and also just be very, very, you know, intentional about this time too. If you are closing out certain cycles in your life or there are certain habits, even certain beliefs, certain ways of thinking that do not serve you, and if you do not desire to take that with you into a new beginning, baby, handle that shit handle that shit dead that shit and leave it where it's at and don't take it with you in into into the into the newness into the new experience so be very intentional about everything if you are feeling nasty emotions around this time that is okay sit with them let them arise like let them show up and handle that shit <laughs> like you really gotta handle it and don't be afraid don't run away from it just think just be like okay sit with myself invite god in um invite your higher self in be like okay god what are these emotions trying to show me okay higher self what are these emotions trying to show me where are these emotions trying to direct me trying to guide me trying to get me to grow trying to get me to evolve you know i think that sometimes spirituality could be toxic where it's like oh love and light we're only gonna focus on love and light but it's like no like sometimes you really do have to look at your shadow and you have to integrate your shadow because at its core your shadow is trying to teach you something so invite those lessons in be a shadow what are you trying to teach me higher self where are you trying to show me you really have to address the origins of those of the of that shadowy or even those shadowy emotions sit with them address the origins of them and that's really how you be intentional and that's how you break cycles and be aware of new cycles that are coming in you know so i feel like awareness and clarity is everything and i think that's a beautiful gift that astrology gives us so 
let's get into this week. I did just want to bring that to your emotions. I would, uh, I wanted to bring that to your mind, you know, put those thoughts, let them, you know, ruminate on your brain. So this week, you know, if you are feeling a little bit extra emotional, that's okay. If things starting to happen this week, start to pop off, that's okay. If you are getting invited anywhere, any important conversations happen, just just jot them down. Be aware of it, um, you know, because it is eclipse season. So lots of faded events are, are happening. Um, so it may feel like an ordinary week or it may not feel like an ordinary week. But if it doesn't to you, I just wanted to bring that to your awareness. And if it does, it may not be as ordinary as you think. So let's get into Monday. So first, Monday. I, this is like a minor transit, but I do um, want to talk about it. It's just the moon is sextiling the sun. The moon in Leo is sextiling the sun in Libra. So this is a really minor transit, but I did want to bring it to your attention because um, I do like this moon in Leo and I feel like it's important to work with it because Leo is our ego energy. And I think our ego energy is important. Even with Venus's... The, all that time she spent in Leo during the summer, you know, um, and even like the moon in Leo now. I do feel like Leo is our ego and it's important to pay attention to how you feel like right now, Monday at the beginning of the week when the moon is in Leo. Pay attention to how you feel. Pay attention to where your ego is guiding you, trying to get you to learn, trying to get you to soak up, right? Because this eclipse that we are having on Saturday is, woof, baby, the ego is dead. So let's uh, acknowledge it now and like really take advantage of it now, right? So which is why I'm about to talk about this minor transit. So the moon sextile, the sun in Libra. So I feel like this is feeling good, looking good, taking up space and really making the most, you know, out of that, out of, out of that good feeling right but the moon is also going to try and chiron so that could bring up a little little bit of insecurity a little bit of doubt a little bit of lack but it's important to uh okay where is this coming from is this ending you guys you we also have to know too sometimes it is us but the purest form of our soul the highest elevation of our soul right does not exist in lack or fear or whatever. A lot of the times, these are things that we condition ourselves to believe out of like safety or out of scarcity, or these are things that have been imposed on us and baked into our subconscious by others. So really sit with that. Be like, if you do feel those kind of like doubts or insecurities or whatever, be like, okay, is this coming from me? Is this coming from others? Like, really, where does this stem? Don't ruminate it too long. Don't let it take over your whole life. But even if you just give it like an extra second or two of thought so you can really address it, see where it comes from so you could dead that and work through it, right? And then the moon is also going to be trining the North Node and Aries on this day. So I do feel like a lot of the days of this week are important because we're having some big shifts this week. But I do feel like Monday is a good day because I do think that Monday is going to be one of those days that's like foreshadowing, you know, some of the feelings that, that we're going to have during this eclipse, right? 
So with the moon trying to north node in Aries, that's definitely touching the nodes, dealing with the eclipses. So, um, but this is the side that we that we need to embrace. So the eclipse that we're having is a south node eclipse. So it's going to be opposite the north node. And the north node is like our destiny, and the south node is basically what we need to let go, what's holding us back from our destiny, right? So. This is the side that you need to embrace because the eclipse is on the south node, not the north node. So pay, again, I feel like this is a good day to really pay attention to your ego, what it's trying to show you, um, and, and really honor that, even if you have to write it down because it may be something that you feel like you won't remember um, later, like come Saturday, whatever you have planned. Just, just remember that egoic feeling, you know? So rather it's Saturday, you want to put others before you or do something that like does not serve yourself or does not honor you, think back to how you feel about on today, on Monday, right? So coming Tuesday. So Tuesday, not gonna lie. Tuesday could feel like a frustrating day, guys. But we have some... We, we have some things going on. So the first thing that I want to do talk about is that Venus is going to be opposite Saturn this day. And Saturn is currently retrograde in Pisces and Venus is in the sign of her fall in Virgo. So this could feel frustrating. Um, and this is not the only opposition to Saturn we're dealing with this day. The moon is also going to oppose Saturn this day, right? And then the moon is going to go into Virgo on Tuesday. And then she's going to oppose Saturn as well. So we're dealing with Venus and her fall opposing Saturn and the moon opposing Saturn. So this is going to feel like I'm having to ignore my own wants my own um uh, like my own wants my own desires in order to be responsible right i have to think about you know um i do feel like this is a good strategizing day as well but it's like i have to think about like the or my responsibilities or whatever so for me this day is really giving like temporary sacrifice for it to pay off in the long run but it could feel just like very almost oppressive like even if it's like your your the logic or whatever interfering with your faith and then this is also venus is exalted in pisces so saturn is where venus wants to be you know so it's kind of like a weird dynamic but for me it also could be like how can i blend um the logic you know my responsibilities what i feel like i have to do how can i blend that together with my faith um or create you know room for it or just not completely forget it be like all right, you know, um, I got to work out now, but I'm working out and I'm going to the gym now because I know I want to eat cake, chocolate cake on my birthday. So kind of think of it like that, right? But just try not to get overwhelmed by the details and don't lose faith. Just just be like, okay, I'm handling my responsibilities now. I'm taking care of my responsibilities now. 
So God could step in and do the rest in his divine timing. I do think that this that this um, transit is also very timing centered too, because remember Saturn is retrograde right now. So Saturn is a little bit debil debilitated. So the timing is kind of messed up. The timing is kind of screwed. Like Saturn is drunk in Pisces, you know, and she's like moving backwards. She's retrograde. She don't know where the fuck she at. You know, she's kind of having some difficulties right now. So Venus is having to step in like, oh, my God, I'm this prissy girly girl and I don't want to be responsible. I don't want to, like, think about, you know, my responsibilities and my strategic strategies or whatever. I just want to look pretty and be ditzy. But this is what I have to do. Otherwise, you know, my world is going to fall apart. So now may be the time to put aside just kind of like that blissful unawareness or whatever um, and kind of come back into yourself, come back into that logic, that planning, that reasoning. But just know in due timing, the faith is going to come through like Saturn is going to come through. But, you know, she's just dealing with some shit right now. So she need her homegirl Venus to come through and kind of help. Tuesday is also another big day because Pluto is stationing direct at 27 degrees of Capricorn. So if you have, again, like if anyone who is having those placements and like the either early, early degree of Aquarius or late degree of Aquarius, y'all are going to be feeling a lot of shit right now. And I feel bad for Aquarius because Aquarius has been through a lot, you know, Saturn, been through the Saturn went through that whole sign, which was a lot for Aquarius, right? But also, um, with Pluto stationing direct, he's making his way into that sign. So again, that's gonna be like dramatic and transformative change. He won't be there for long. Jupiter, I mean not Jupiter, I'm sorry. Pluto is actually going to ingress into Aquarius on January 20th of 2024. Then he's gonna retrograde out again. And then he's going to be there for good of November for 2024. So basically, this could be like very big, grand, dynamic change for Aquariuses. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, you should definitely follow me on Instagram. But I did post a video about Pluto and Aquarius. I think when Pluto officially goes into Aquarius in late 2024, I feel like it's going to be a huge time shift. You know, when they talk about Age of Aquarius, Age of Aquarius, I do feel like we're already in to, in Age of Aquarius, but I feel like those things is going to feel, it's going to more so feel like we are in the Age of Aquarius when Pluto is officially in Aquarius. But also with that, I do feel like you have to choose your frequency, you have to choose your timeline. And this is where I'm getting more so into like my metaphysical talk, but you know, now in, in this modern time i do feel like we're gonna have to choose between the artificial world and the organic world so it's like are you choosing lab grown meat or are you choosing farm raised pasture raised meat you know are you choosing alexa or the encyclopedia <laughs> you know so it's like are you choosing community or are you choosing corporations? Are you choosing 
injections or are you choosing herbs? So I do feel like when Pluto really goes into Aquarius, you have to choose your timeline and you, you really have to commit to it. But let's not talk about that right now. I'll probably make a podcast episode just about that within itself or just do more about that within itself so people could kind of know more so what to expect when Pluto goes into Aquarius, but it's going to be a big shift. So if you have any planets that are in the early degrees of Aquarius or the late degrees of Cardinal, you are going to feel this. And I feel like it is important to pay attention to that shift and how it shows up in your life because that could be foreshadowing what it's going to feel like when Pluto does go into Aquarius and maybe the lingering shit that you need to work through while Pluto is in Capricorn. But I do feel like this could bring uh, issues surrounding, you know, survival, like finances and all those Capricornian, like material, I need to have this in order to feel like I have my shit together things. But Pluto, like fucking with those end degrees of Capricorn, I'm sorry, I'm cursing so much today, y'all. But with Pluto, like messing with those end degrees of Capricorn, I do feel like this could be messing um, with finances. We're dealing with inflation a lot, too. And remember, when Pluto first went into Capricorn in 08, we had the crash of um housing market, right? So I do feel like we're going to, we may see some of that. Um, so I do feel like, you know, we're dealing with extremely high inflation right now. So I do feel like Pluto is triggering that a little bit, kind of mundanely, globally, or at least in the United States, in the US of A, but also pay attention to how this acts in your personal life. And if you feel like triggered or if you feel very like dense, like survival, you know, it's not really you, it's more so of the energy that we are in. But I will say the positive side of this is that the moon is also going to be conjunct Venus. So this is like a good transit as well. When the moon is with Venus, um, I do feel like that's lovely because, you know, the moon is like our nourishment, our emotional needs and stuff like that and then venus is like harmony and peace she's a benefic planet so it's gonna feel you know really good but you also may be a little bit annoyed so whereas a moon and venus conjunction may be in a sign of like taurus or something like that you may feel like you gotta rest in it but with this moon venus conjunction it's gonna feel good but you're gonna be like okay but you know let me go over my bills or something or you know let me look at my tax documents from last year or something like that so um that's what it's gonna feel like but I feel like the most important thing with this and just know that things will get better in time it's almost like an issue of timing but remind yourself to feel empowered like don't give your power away to things that are outside of your control or that you can't control so the moon and venus is in virgo we may feel like we can control things but to be honest like you only could control so much the the best the biggest thing that you have control over is honestly your frequency your perspective right but things that you don't have control over, surrender them, you know, give them to God. Just focus on, you know, what you can control. But what you can do is plan. So focus more on the planning 
and having faith for God universe to fill in the gaps instead of like trying to control everything. So plan for that confidence, but surrender control. So I hope this makes sense. Um, and yeah, so let's get into Wednesday. Now, I do feel like Wednesday is a pretty big day, too, because um, I do feel like, you know, last week, I feel like last week left a lot of people feeling disempowered. And some people also could have been feeling disempowered Monday or Tuesday, but I hope not. Hope you, Hopefully you listened to my advice and did not let that get to you. But I do feel like last week, a lot of people were feeling disempowered because Mars, Mars is kind of also another ego planet, but it's a planet that's really like a defender of, of self, of ego. Mars is a warrior, right? But he was in detriment. So he was in Libra for the longest time. So he could not stand up and just defend himself and, and be in his like, Mars the wrath and anger. No, he had to intellectualize. He had to think his way out of his problems. You know, he had to use his pen and now his sword. Wednesday, Mars went to Scorpio. He got his motherfucking sword back. Period. So I do feel like I like Wednesday because Mars is going into the sign that he rules of Scorpio. So I feel like this is going to be giving people. Um, a lot more agency. So whereas people may have felt like, oh my God, like I didn't have the tools. I didn't know, you know, what I was going to do, how I was going to get out of this situation. Like I was in defeat, right? Now I feel like on Wednesday, people are going to be like, okay, I have that agency again. I have my agency. I know what to do. I know how I'm going to solve this. I know how I'm going to handle this. Like I feel empowered, right? And also... If you think about Scorpio, Scorpio is a very strategic sign, but Virgo is a strategic sign as well. So I do feel like a lot of the energy is calling us to have a freaking action plan. Have that action plan, strategize, and you know, just know what you're going to do whenever the timing is right, right? So, you know, the moon and Venus are in Virgo. So it's kind of like thinking, planning. Mars is in Scorpio. More so the strategy, you know, how I'm gonna go um I'm looking at my enemies, um discovering their weak weaknesses, you know, I'm planning, I'm plotting. Scorpio is like planning and plotting revenge, but it doesn't have to be revenge. It could be your victory. Right. So I do feel like that is important. And I feel like the biggest thing is like feeling like you have a sense of agency. So Scorpio sometimes can be paranoid, feel like that everybody is their enemy and everyone is out to get them. I don't think that that's a mindset to embrace right now, but I do feel like more so the mindset to embrace is like I have the empowerment to stand up for myself and to defend myself no matter what, right? I have the agency to do so. And so the sun is also going to oppose Chiron. I do feel like this is important because again, Chiron is on that eclipse axis. So 
I just feel like this is saying don't feel bad for prioritizing yourself and doing what you have to do. Like self-preservation is important, right? And then the moon is going to try Jupiter. And I love this. I feel like this is a really good transit. So this is good, lucky energy. I feel like this is that sense of optimism that we need because um, so much, even with like the cold Virgo, even with planets and like cold Virgo and like Mars and Scorpio and we're building up to this eclipse, I do feel like the moon trying Jupiter is like, oh, okay, whew, I could I could kind of like be a little bit optimistic, see the little, see the bright side or whatever. So I feel like that's good, lucky energy. And again, stuff may take a while in order to come to light because we're dealing with fixed planets right so stuff may take a while but i'm starting to see clearly and have an idea of how it's going to play out so this may be more so in the faith like i did my part i plan um this is my plan this is my strategy and okay i'm starting to have optimism to see how like faith in the universe will kick in and when it's time when it's time, but I'm not giving all my agency and all my power away, right? So Thursday, Thursday is a minor day. Not much is going on this day. The moon is going to trine Uranus, go opposite Neptune, and then trine Pluto. So I do feel like Thursday could just be general confusion, moodiness, maybe up and down all over the place. And I do think this day people are really going to start feeling the eclipse because it is on Saturday. So stick to the facts and stick to what you know. Don't let your anxiety steal the show. Y'all like that rhyme? (laughs) But stick to the facts. Stick to what you know. Don't let your anxiety steal the show, right? So, yeah, stick to the, you know, the details, what you decided you were going to do, what you're steadfast on doing. Don't go wishy-washy and changing your mind and all of this other stuff. Now, it's okay to change your mind if it's valid, but it's not okay to change your mind out of like frustration, lack of patience, you know, anxiety, peer pressure, those sorts of things. Um, So there's that. And then the moon is going to enter Libra. And Libra is the sign that we are having this solar eclipse. So you already know we're going to start feeling that a little bit more. So Friday, the only real transit that we are having this day is that um, Mars is going to be trying Saturn. So I like this. I do feel like I, I, I really do like this transit. I think that Mars and Saturn work good together, especially in a trying relationship because sometimes Saturn can be, you know, stagnant. Saturn can be um, fixed, like really set in tone or just say no, right? Or Saturn can be afraid to do, to act, to, to have action. But Mars is like, I got you. I'm, I'm going to, I have the direction. I have the soberness. And I'm going to bring action to that plan. I'm going to be the one to implement it, to carry it out. So I feel like that's a beautiful thing. So Mars and Scorpio trying Saturn retrograde and Pisces could be, I know what to do, constructive work, 
and action based off of discipline and faith. And I also do feel like this is the calling to search for that deeper truth, to search for that deeper understanding. I really do truly believe that, um, especially when, you know, emotions are all over the place and you're dealing with outer influences, whether it be the opinions of family, loved ones, strangers, or even when life starts to get rocky. If you are going to do something, there has to be a deeper, meaningful truth and reason why. Are you just doing it because it looks good? Are you just doing it for outside validation? But is there a deeper truth? Like, is there a soul reason? Is there something that motivates you to do it even when you don't fucking want to? You know, now is the time to really search deep and look deep within yourself and to find that reason, to find that soul calling, to find that like dying commitment, you know, to do something you know, that is Scorpio, that that fixation on the mission, that Mars and Scorpio, you know, that investigation, that like almost borderline obsession, but not really obsession because obsession is toxic, but that dedication to commit to something and to follow through, you know, even if it takes years, right? And then that Saturn and Pisces is the deeper meaning, like what is the deeper meaning behind of this? Like how is my faith integrated into this? Like why do I believe in this so bad? Like why do I care about this so much? So I do feel like when you can marry that together and you can truly find that sole reason, it will give you the guidance that you need to carry on. It will give you the discipline that you need to be steadfast, you know, Um it, it will see you through. It will see you through. And I do feel like this is so important to hold on to. And this is a feeling to hold on to coming Saturday going into the eclipse. So Saturday, I mean, that's pretty much all that's going on for Friday. But Saturday is eclipse day. So let's talk about it. So let's really talk about this eclipse, right? So firstly, I just want to discuss kind of like the collective themes and shifts that we may see in general. So although eclipses are going to affect your personal life, and that's what you'll feel the most because obviously it's your personal life, right? It's also going to affect the collective. So I do feel like with on the Aries and Libra axis, we're going to see collective themes of, you know, self versus other like ego like want to use your ego want to integrate your ego or when to like maybe not depend on the ego so much when to be selfish and when to be selfless when to work in community and harmonize with other or when it's time to be an individual when it's time to you know do your when when it's time to operate your own way choose your own craft and I also do feel like we're gonna see all right when do I intellectualize you know use the pen to solve my problem or when do I use you know action to solve my problem you know it's gonna be like don't talk about it be about it or it's gonna be like uh I need to work with other people and I need to I can't do this by myself I need to invite other people in 
or even I do think that again Libra on the shadow side does kind of have like this cold mechanic feel to it how I said in the last episode if you didn't watch if you didn't listen to the last episode go listen to the last episode but how I said in the last episode right that Libra is the only symbol of the zodiac that does not have blood flowing through his veins it is the only symbol that does not have a beating heart so sometimes and it's the only symbol is the libra symbol of the scales is literally a mathematical machine and don't get me wrong like libras look very pretty or libras libra is very pretty decorated on the outside but it's stone cold right so I do feel like on the shadow side of Libra, there could be this, you know, fuck other people. I don't need other people. I'm just going to use technology to solve my problems or use my intellect to solve my problems and not like really care about the humanity side. So I feel like throughout the this eclipse cycle is going to be teaching us lessons surrounding these themes and learning how to integrate them but also I do feel like it's generally at the end of the day everything boils down to balance you know and I know this again a very Libra theme because the skills but I feel like it's balance but balance isn't all what we think it is sometimes balance is you know integrating the shadow side balance is not all love and light because when you are all love and light too much that shit gets toxic. You know, people always think, especially in astrology, that the malefics are just the biggest bads, you know. Um, oh, they're so bad. Like Mars and Saturn are so horrible. But the benefics, Venus and Jupiter, without balance, could be just as toxic, you know. Venus could be that fake friend who stab- who backstabs you because she's worried about her appearances and how she looks to other people. Jupiter could be that fucking occult leader who gets you to drink the Kool-Aid because of the delusion and like the idealization, you know? So the benefics, if you all love and light, like that shit could be toxic as well. So you gotta learn how to integrate and how to integrate these parts of yourself because that's really when you are a human and you are a human on this earth having human experiences so let's get into this eclipse who we y'all so south node eclipse taking place at 21 degree libra and we will have of course the sun the moon and then mercury and libra and mercury is at 17 degrees of libra opposite chiron at 17 degrees of Aries so when we look at this eclipse you know we have the sun is in fall in Libra and I feel like that is something to pay attention to but I really do feel like this is eclipse where a lot of people could feel like they don't have the power and they don't have agency and um and this eclipse is a south node eclipse right and I do feel like the south node symbolizes what do I need to give up? What do I need to let go? What is sucking me down? What is stopping me from embracing my destiny? You know, what is lowering my vibration? And I do feel like, again, the sun is in fall in 
in Libra and is exalted in Aries because the sun is ourself, is our identity, is our ego, which is why I said pay attention to the moon and Libra, the moon and Leo at the beginning of the week, right? So I do feel like having those like self-sacrificial, like martyr qualities, I do feel like this eclipse is calling a lot of us to abandon that is really about embracing yourself, your self-worth, and what do you want to do? And it's about integrating balance with that and bringing balance into that, you know? And I do think that, um, again, and we can see this with the Mercury being opposite Chiron and Aries. So Chiron and Aries is like, okay, I don't, I've, I've always been punished for defending myself. So I don't want to defend myself. I don't know how to defend myself. And then Mercury and Libra is kind of like working to bring words to that, to bring thoughts to that, and really sitting with that and thinking about that, processing it, and integrating it. Where does this stem from? Where does it come from? I may not have the, the I don't like, the ovaries, right, to stand up to myself for all my bullies and like, you know, like curse them out and say that blah, 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 you did this, you did this to me. But maybe I could like, you know, think about it and process it internally. And over time, I could come up with the words to do it. So it may not be, I don't have the action yet. I can't do it with action just yet. But maybe I could utilize my words. Maybe I could go within and I can process this. Maybe I could work through this on a soul level, on a spiritual level. So I do feel like this this eclipse could really do, do feel like, oh my God, like I need to let go. This is what I need to let go. This is what I need to get rid of. Or with the sun and fall, I have no agency. I have no power. I need to consider others and put others' thoughts, needs, and wants because of minds. But I do feel like that's the part that we need to let go of. And we do need to find... I do think that ego is very, very damaged <laughs> during this eclipse. I'm just going to say that. But I do think it's where even in the moments where we don't have our ego, I feel like our purpose guides us through and as I was talking about with Mars trying Saturn, I do feel like purpose is still coming through. So maybe you you still need to work through that, right? Process that ego death so you can reintegrate it again. I do feel like that's truly what it's calling us to do, right? Okay, but maybe you haven't got there yet. You're still working past that. How I was going back to that Mars trying Saturn that deeper reason, that deeper reason for doing something, you know, your faith, your will, your your dedication, that's Mars bringing that agency back. So no, I'm not doing this because my family told me so, or society told me so, 
or this is why I was taught. This was was whooped into me. This what was programmed into me. I'm doing this for a deeper meaning. I'm doing this because of my faith. I'm doing this because of my drive. I'm doing this because I feel called to. I'm doing this because it's my destiny to, you know? So I do feel like we really do have to pin, have to depend on that Mars because Mars is the most dignified planet in the sky right now. I ain't gonna lie. Mars is literally the most dignified planet in the sky right now. So I do feel like in during this eclipse, if it does feel like a time of crisis, that's what we have to depend on in order to see us through, right? But also this eclipse is literally square Pluto. So <laughs> it is really calling, don't, resist the transformation and evolution that your soul can do during this moment don't resist that because i do feel like if you allow yourself to die and resurrect if you allow the parts of yourself that need to die and that need to be abandoned let it be let that happen you know let let, let it happen and I do feel you will be rewarded coming out. So again, it made me feel like I never prioritized my needs, my wants, my desires, my passion. I could never allow myself to depend on my faith because I had to abandon that or because I need money. Like I have to do this shit that makes me feel horrible or makes me feel like a corpse or that makes me feel depressed because I have bills to pay, you know, like this is my survival. These are the, the Pluto and Capricorn. These are the tangible things that I need to be a functioning member of society, you know? Um, so, but really like sit with yourself and be like, okay, is this true? Or, or are these lies that I told myself because it's convenient to believe? And really, baby, I feel like this eclipse, the way to get through it is on the South Node, you got to let yourself die. You got to sit with yourself. You got to let yourself feel the nastiest of emotions and you got to stay with them and you have to be present with them and you have to go through with that to in order to get on the other side. I feel like that's really how you get through. And then Venus is still opposite Saturn. So there still is an element of I can't do what's fun for me right now because there are still things that I have to figure out, you know, with Venus spending the summer in Leo, it told us, baby, this is what that ego wants. This is what your soul wants. But how do I integrate that into a way that serves me? There's a difference within between like sitting with yourself and being like, okay, this is actually what I want. Like, this is what I want to do. But implementing that one, going after those desires, getting those desires, that's a completely different thing within itself. Um, and so I do feel like that's that Venus and Saturn, you know, relationship, trying to work through that and trying to marry those qualities together. But that's really my breakdown of this eclipse. I do feel like it's a powerful one. I do feel like it's an important one. I do feel like it could feel really nasty for some people. But my biggest advice to you is to not abandon yourself. Like, don't let yourself go. 
please serve yourself please honor yourself and you will be rewarded for it you know venus is not gonna be in virgo for forever she's not gonna be there for forever she's gonna get out and when she goes into libra then she will be in her domicile so it will be like she has all that agency and power back but i feel like this eclipse for me is like what are you gonna do in a way when jupiter is retrograde when saturn is retrograde you know what are, what are you going to do in a wait? What are you going to do in a wait? Sometimes there are sacrifices that we have to make during a moment because, you know, life happens. Sometimes things go out of commission. Sometimes you have to step up to the plate. Or sometimes you do have to put, like, you know, sometimes you have got to exercise so you can eat that birthday cake. It just is what it is. But no that what you did in the weight, having integrity in the weight, being disciplined in the weight, staying true to yourself in the weight, that's going to make that birthday cake taste so much better and be so much worth it. But don't lose yourself. Please validate your ego. Even if you feel like you are living in a world where your ego has like shriveled up and died, still acknowledge it still be like okay baby i'm still working through some shit i maybe can't fully integrate you right now maybe i don't feel safe enough to fully integrate you but i'm not gonna ignore you i'm not going to abandon you because i know that you are here to serve me i know that you are here to protect me it's like i can't let myself go you know it's almost like this eclipse for me is giving like postpartum depression to be honest with you but um yeah, I could continue to talk about this eclipse. You know, I'll be talking a lot. I'm trying to make these episodes shorter for those of you with short attention spans. But I mean, that's pretty much it. Like, that's all I have to say for Saturday, Eclipse Day. Go within, go within. Oh, I got a story for y'all. I ain't gonna lie. Now, one time during the Libra full moon, I had to run for my life on Bourbon Street. I was on Bourbon Street and somebody started shooting and we have to run for our life. <laughs> so I do feel, you know, be careful. I mean, if you haven't listened to my last episode, definitely listen to my last episode because I'll talk about how stuff could go from zero to 100 real quick during eclipse season. But um, so, yeah, do what you got to do on Saturday. If you got to let yourself die, let yourself die. If you got to choose yourself, choose yourself. And then the only reason I'm saying this like that too, guys, if you already done the work and like work through it, or if you are a person who kind of like does the work and is real with yourself and sits with yourself, you know, you could have handled this before the eclipse. But I'm just speaking in general. So this doesn't necessarily have to manifest on this day. This could hit you before this day. This could hit you after this day. You know, this could be something that hits you like throughout the whole month or even last month. We call it eclipse season for a reason. But that's when the transits are going direct. But it's most likely that you'll be, you know, feeling them before then. But yeah, that's basically Saturday. A great day for journaling because remember remember this is a new cycle that's opening in so these are going to be ongoing things for the next year or so sunday the moon is going into scorpio um and not too many transits to really mention this day so i do feel like sunday again is still like fallout from the eclipse 
but when the moon goes into Scorpio, she's going to try Saturn and she's going to conjunct Mars. So I do feel like, again, it's that agency or it's that deeper meaning, it's that drive that people are looking for. And also try not to manipulate people because Libras could be so manipulative. And I do feel like with these planets in Virgo and Scorpio, there could be like a manipulation thing. This is not oh, let me manipulate people so I could get what I want because I feel like I don't have the agency to do it myself. No. <laughs> no, like try not to fall for the manipulation. Also with the moon conjunct Mars, like try not to use your words as weapons or your words to abuse people. Even if you feel like they have done you wrong, I know that is tempting. Now, if somebody got you fucked up, they got you fucked up. But there is a way to like stand up for yourself and defend yourself and express yourself. And I do feel like that's what, you know, a lot of people will be doing because Mercury opposite Chiron is me articulating how you hurt me or me articulating my wounds. Right. Me doing those sorts of things. So um, so you can do that and be honest, even if your eclipse is going back to someone who you gave your agency to and telling them like this is how I abandoned myself and this is how I like abandoned you know like my agency or whatever and telling them that and expressing that to them you know you don't have to use your words to be violent or to be harmful and to hurt people now somebody got you messed up and you know you need to curse them out to like defend yourself then do it but um that shouldn't be your first, you know, reaction. Try and have forgiveness first. Forgiveness for yourself, not forgiveness for them. But that's pretty much this week. That's pretty much all I have to say. So next week is kind of quiet. Not much going on. Mercury is moving really fast, but the week after next, we are going to be having another eclipse, but I do think that next week will be more so emotional, but y'all really will have to tune in and join me to find out. So again, for eclipse season, if you do just want to talk to me about the eclipse or whatever you have going on, if you feel like you need some deeper and if you feel like you need some more answers, searching for deeper meetings or just trying to figure some shit out. If you just want my perspective, if you want me to channel for you, if you want me to take a look at your chart, your transits, go on my website, look under consultation, y'all. It's only $40. And if you type in Sageology Podcast, it will give you a discount. I'm not sure how much, but I think it's like 20%. So that's not much if you need guidance. And it won't be up for forever. So, but I know it's eclipse season and people have a lot going on. So, um, yeah, definitely come talk to me if you if you have something that you are if you just if you need guidance, y'all. If you need guidance, come and talk to me. But um if you enjoyed this podcast episode, definitely share. Um, send to people who you believe will enjoy it. Send to people who you want to hear it. Send it to loved ones, friends, and family. And thank you so much for tuning in with me guys and listening to a, another episode of the Sageology podcast. Have a good week, baby. Stand in your power. Bye.